So on the top of your Tesamad Aleph, three lines down. Amarim Yitzchok, Rabbi Yitzchok said as follows, Kol Mesapa Meis, anyone who talks about a deceased person, Ki'ilu Mesapa Evan, it's like he's talking about a stone. And the Gemara is going to explain what's that mean he's talking about a stone, but this is all coming in light of the previous conversation that we're having, conversation, discussion, about do the deceased know what's going on in this world, right? <laughs> so now, what's this mean? It's like he's speaking about a stone. Some people say it's a stone, the same way a stone doesn't know you're talking about him, so so too the deceased don't know you're talking about him. And some people say that they know what's going on, but it doesn't make a difference to them. So the same way that the stone doesn't care if you talk about him, so the deceased also don't care. So even if they know, it just doesn't make a difference. Now, says the Gemara, Aini, is that true? V'ha'amar of Papa, of Papa said, one person was speaking badly about Mar Shmuel after he passed away. And a big heavy beam fell from a roof. And it cracked open the encasement of his skull. Right? So, seemingly, if that happened, so then, yeah, they, they are, get upset. And part of the recompense for speaking badly about him was that this incident occurred to the person who spoke about him. Says the Gemara, no, it's not a proof. Really, even Marashmur doesn't care. But but it makes a difference for a young Talmudic scholar, the Kuchabrichu, because the Kodesh Baruch himself is going to claim after his honor. And therefore, you can't prove to me that he cares, he can prove that Hashem cares about the Talmudic Chachomim. Not as much, correct? He's not going to be Tadeya the Kavit. Amr not doesn't care about he's not gonna he doesn't care about the covet as much. It's a covet for the Torah itself. Amr Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said as follows, Anyone who speaks badly after about a Tamil Khalkham after he's deceased, Nafil Bigehanim he goes to Gehenim. Shneemar What? Serious. Shneemar like it says in the Pasak Vamati Makal Kalusim Yalikham Hashem is Pole Oven. Shalom al Yisrael, that the people who are crooked, Hashem is going to take these evil doers and make Shalom al Yisrael. That a filo Shalom al Yisrael, that even when it's a time period for Shalom al Yisrael, Yelichem Hashem is Peleyavin. Hashem is going to take these evil doers to Gehenim. Tanit of Rabbi Yishmael was taught in the Braisa from the Beis Midrash of Rabbi Yishmael. If you see a Talmudic scholar who transgressed a prohibition at night time, Al Tahar Akhrav Bayum, you shouldn't you shouldn't be uh, still judge him during the day. You shouldn't think that he's still doing bad things in the day. Because Shema Asa Chuva, maybe he did Chuva. Yes, the Gamora, Shema Salkadaita, why do you think maybe he did Chuva? Elevade Asa Chuva, for sure he did Chuva, he's a Tamil scholar. Vahani Milim Bidvorim Shibigufe. But says the Gemara qualifies. That's only when it's talking about the Varm Shabagufo, where it's not dependent on anyone else, Avamamina. But if you saw him do something incorrect with man- money, then Adam Hadlamare. Then you can only assume that he did Shuva once he gave back the monetary loss that he incurred upon someone else. Now, Yeshua Belevi, once he starts talking about the Talmudic Chachamim, he's going to say another din. Yeah? And 24 different places, Bastin can put someone in Nidui for 
infringements on Kabbalah Haram. So, yeah. And, like, uh, excommunication is when from saying God does. Here it's like you're socially excommunicated. Chirim is different maybe than Didli. Uh, no, Chirim is also a Hebrew word. No. No. But uh, there's 24 different places that we find that based in will be Menade that put in excommunication, for lack of a better word, social excommunication. Uh, for not for not respecting a rabbi appropriately, v'kul and shaninu b'mishnah seinu, and all of them were taught in the Mishnah. We could find them in twenty-four different places. So Amir Levi Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar said as follows: Heicha Amalu. So where are all these twenty-four different places? So Amir Levi, lechi tishkoch, go and find them. I have to enumerate all of them for you. You're you're a tana. Go find them. Nafuk, he went out. Duk the Eshkach, he was meticulous and he found Tlus, three. Three of the 24. Mm. What were they? Hamazalzum and Nitilis Yadayim, someone who's, uh, who puts down, who's not so particular about Nitilis Yadayim. Vamasapach, Mitasan Shatamide Chachamim, someone who tells Bandi about Tamide Chachamim, which is why this was brought into, right? This Mimra of Rabbi Yashubin Leib was brought, right? It was made a direct continuation. What's Mitasan? Mitasan after the death. Vamigis daito klapi malan, someone who's haughty towards Hashem. Alright, we'll see what these things are. What's it mean that someone speaks badly about Tamid Chacham after they passed away? The Tanana was taught in the Mishnah. Someone would say, you can't be mashka as a seita, right? We know there's a din of beginning may seita to clarify whether or not a lady had had promiscuous relations outside of wedlock. So he said, the din is you can't be mashka the giuris, someone who converted and not a shivcha who was freed. The chachamim say that you can be mashka. So Amrulai, they said to him, there was an incident with a lady named Karchamis, who was a Shifcha Meshukhernas, and she was in Yushalayim, and Shmaiv Avtalyan gave her Mesota. They gave her Mesota, a freed, a freed slave. Yeah? The Amr Lehem, so here we're going to see from context later on that Amr Lehem is going on Ravakavya bin Mahalalil. So Ravakavya bin Mahalalil said to them, Dugma Ishkua. Dugma Yishkua is a machlik in the what this means. Rashi understands Dugma Yishkua means that since Shmai Vavtalyun Wagirim, they only went ahead and were mashka her because they wanted to show that Girim are also Kilu part of Klai Yisrael, was doing a Dugma themselves. But the Vada, the Halach is not like them. That's what the Gemara is claiming, or the Kavim and the Halalil said about Shmai Vavtalyun, which is not such a, uh, a nice thing to say, right? That's him. Um, He's perverting the halacha just because they were gerim. Not so nice. Right? So what happened? So, they put him into Nidui, and he died while he was still in this Nidui. And Bistin even stoned his coffin while he was on the way to being buried. Stark. Brutal. Brutal. So what's it mean that he's mezalzal in Tilsidayim? He's, he's putting down, he's not giving enough credit to Natilis Yadayim. 
the Tanana was taught in the Mishnah. Amr of Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said as follows: Chas v'sholom she'akavya ben mahalalil nisnade. Chas v'sholom to say that a kavya ben mahalal was put to nidui, right? And that whole previous incident it wasn't a kavya ben mahalal. Chas v'sholom. Why? She'ina zorin in elis al kol odem biyisrael bechachmu v'tayru v'yoschit. Because the Azorah doesn't close on any person in Yisrael that has the same degree of wisdom and purity and fear of sin like So who did they put into Nidui then? Rather it was Rav Allah ben Chanuich. Why was he put into Nidui? Because he wasn't so, he belittled Natilas Yadayim. And why is that a pagamen kavod rav? Also, right? If we're saying that we put into nidui so much for kavod rav, so why is that kavod rav? It's kavod rav because the chachamim are the ones who instituted the din in the tilasidayim. So if they're not, if they're putting him into nidui also for kavod rav, it's because since the chachamim were geizer, the tilasidayim he's mefakbik in it. So then that hits both. First he's mefakbik in the tilasidayim, and secondly it's pagamen kavod rav. Yeah. So does it say that he like belittled it, like he made fun of it, or he didn't do it? Rashi says it was mezalzal in it. I don't know what that means, mezalzal. What was the exact incident? He didn't do it. He wasn't meticulous about it. There were certain times yes and certain times not. I don't know. He was a Tana, it sounds like. Ah, fine. Apparently makes it worse. Yeah. I assume. Umshemais. And now when this is Rebbe ben, Rebbe ben Chanich, that's what we said? Yeah. Shemei Sholchu Beistin, Beistin sent him, Venichu Evin Gedele Al Rinei. And they didn't hear, they didn't, what's it called? They didn't manage stone him, but they put a big stone on his coffin as a sign of this guy's not okay. Ushilamdecha, to teach you. Shakolamis Nade, Omeis Miniduyu, to teach you that anyone who's put to Nidui and he dies while he's still in Nidui, Beistin Siklinis Al Rinei. Beistin stones his coffin. Is there a way to get out of Nidui? Yeah. Chuba. Chuba. So on these times, you can't do Chuba. They could. But, uh, it's a good thing when we visit a great now. This, uh, this is something different. This is while they're burying him. Oh, okay. It's not a where that minute came from. It's not clear in Allah where that minute came from. We can talk about this. I want to talk about it. I want to talk. We can talk about it. After, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm happy to talk about it. But some karaba. That's a, that's an it's a. We have to be censored. Hamigis daito klapi mala. Yes, someone who's haughty towards heaven. Now, what's that? Mai, what's that case? Tetznan. It was taught in the Mishnah. Shalach li Shimon ben Shetoch. Shimon ben Shetoch sent the chini hamagal. The chini hamagal. Oh, tzarich atalis nadis. You have. I really should put into nidui. And if you weren't chini, gazoni alecha nidui. And I would, I would have already decreed upon you nidui. Chuni is his name. Chuni Amaga was the name of the person. He used to yes, correct. Because he used to draw a circle around himself and say, "I'm not leaving here until Hashem you make it rain." And Hashem would make it rain because chini was asking. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wild concept. We're going to see a little bit here. It's when we learn tainus in Yetz Hashem. Avau. However, what can I do, Chani? You supplicate yourself in front of Hashem, and Hashem does whatever you want. The same way that a son 
supplicates himself in front of his father, and his father does what he wants. Valecha Kosavimer and on you Khini the Pasak says, Yismachabikavimecha, that the father and the mother should rejoice over you, Vasagu Yodasecha, and they will they will be happy over your birth. So we see here that a person who is Migistaito Klapimala, he's telling Hashem what to do. If it wasn't Khinyamagal, they would have put him into Nidali. So that's the three places that Rabalaza found that we put you into Nidali in the Mishnah. Vasulaka asked the Gamora, what, there's not any more? There's the Braisa, the Rav Yosef taught. Todus Ishraimi, there's a person named Todus, that was a Roman. He had a custom that he would have the Roman people eat gdim, roasted, roasted uh, gdi, how do you say, a gdi, a goat, on Leil Pesach, on the Arab Pesach. And they would roast it in a way that they used to roast the Korban Pesach. So Shalach HaYishim Manchetach, so Shimon Manchetach said to this person Todos, if you weren't Todos, I would decree upon you Nidui, because you are feeding and even though Rashi speaks down, it's not really Kachim Bechutz, but it looks like Kachim Bechutz. Therefore, really, I should make this decree against you. So, it was a Roman Jew. Why do we care that he's Todos? I was his. I was his. I'm not saying if you weren't Toros, like if you were Chani, this great guy. What what, what was his position? What was I don't know what his position was that the, that refrained him from putting him into Italy. I don't know, don't know. So says the Gemara that granted you found a brisa, but Mishnah Meseinu Kamrinon, but brisa he. We're looking for a Mishnah, and that's a brisa. So the Mela we don't have another another case. Yes, the Gemara What? That's all Rabbi Lazar could find even in the Mishnah. We have another Mishnah. The Tanan. It was taught. If you cut holes into an earthenware vessel that became tummy, and you put dirt between each hole to seal it back up again, Rabbi Eliezer purifies it, and the sages defile it. And this is the case of Tano Shalachnai, the famous case of Tano Shalachnai, the Gemara of Metziah, right? He was about this oven, this case. So ask the Gemara, what's an Achnai? I'm Rabbi Yehuda, I'm a Shmuel, I'm a Lamed, right? Achnai, I think, is a snake. So why is it called the, an oven of a snake? So I'm Rabbi Yehuda, I'm a Shmuel, I'm a Lamed, Shikifu, Halachas, Kachnai, that they surrounded him with with halachos, like a snake surrounds its prey, and they defiled it. V'tanyin, it was taught, that same day, they brought all the different things that Rabbi Yazar purified in the past, and they burned them, the fun of in front of him. Yeah? Why? Because they were really tummy, they were saying. And they blessed him, though, because the Maisi brought a lot of rayas. But nonetheless, no do Right, they put him into Nidui. They put him into Nidui. Nidui, worse or better? Don't know. Mom says Chayam comes after Nidui. It's like, it's worse. Don't know. It could be. Don't know. Nisin Leitnan. El Bechavta Al Mechimus. Right? I'm sorry, but Nisin Leitnan. And the last though, this is not explained explicitly in the Mishnah. Question mark. So where do you find these 24 places at the end of the day? Rebbe only found three. 
And we found the price, uh, we found a Mishnah, but it's not explicit in the Mishnah. It's uh, a whole piece, right? It's a Gemara. So, says the Gemara, no. was comparing places to places. Rebelezer was looking for something explicit. And explicit, he only found... He only found three times. Now, what's it mean that Rav Yeshua ben Levi was Madame and Muslim? So, so Rabbi Yeshua said, the Rashi says that any time he found a place where there was a massive machlokas between Atana and the other Tanayim, that they went back and forth, there he found 24 places where these are massive machlokas. And now they found 24 places. That's where it was right to put him into needling. Boom. Yeah? How can you assume that this is a massive argument that? Because Rashi says it specifically where they spoke difficult, they spoke harshly one against the other. So they spoke harshly, so then it was a place where it was fitting to put them into Nidui. Yeah. Now that's the din, we're finishing that. Now we're going back to the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, we said that the Chilufayan, the people who were standing up next, they were on deck to carry the Aron, the coffin of the deceased. So then they're part of Kriyashma. So says the Gemara. We don't bring out a person for burial near the time of Kriyashma. But if they started to bring him out already, we don't stop. The reason is because we don't want to exempt them all from Kriyashma. But once you started, then there's an Isikma Mitzvah, Patamina Mitzvah, Nevada. So then you're exempt from Kriyashma. Yes, the Gemara Aini, is that true? That we don't bring him out? So they brought out Rav Yosef, some of the Kriyashma. Says the Gemara, Adam Chashav Shaini. No, Adam Chashav is different. They t- took him out, Lahotzi. In Ivrit, we would say Lahotzi. Right? They took him out, some of the Kriyashma. They say, Adam Chashav Shaini, Adam Chashav, we don't wait. Right? Even there, we do it right away. Fine. Says the Holy Gemara, Shlifnei Amitus Shaach Ramitus. We have two different cases, some before the Mitus, some that already had it. The sages taught as follows. What if the people who are eulogizing? People are eulogizing. Eulogies can take, you know, very short. They can take forever. So So when the mace is there, they take turns. If the mace is befanov, so we don't have everyone leave right away. We don't say Krishma. They take turns. One guy goes out, he says Krishma, and he comes back in, etc. They take turns. Translate nishmatin. Nishmatin, they sneak out. Sneak out. Yeah. But if the mace isn't there, they're just eulogizing. This you have sometimes, right? They have eulogies. Like uh, if someone w- was passed away in, in America, but they're going to bury him here, they could have eulogies in America, even if the body's not there, or vice versa, right? So what happens if the mace is not there? Right? So there, the people who aren't Avelim, they read Krishma, all of them. The who, but the Avel, Yeshev Vedoimim. He sits there quietly and he doesn't say Krishma. They can get up and daven. And he doesn't daven, he just says, Mastika of Sadin, that Kilo that Hashem knows what's best, and I trust in him even though it's hard. Matstik, right, he justifies. And he says, Master of the worlds. I have a lot of sins, many, and you never took payment on me. Any fraction of them. You should, should be a will in front of you, Hashem our God. That you should any kind of any kind of breaches 
In our fulfillment of your mitzvahs, you should unseal them. And any kind of any kind of breaches in that of Klal Yisrael, also you should fill them with mercy. So Abaye said, People shouldn't say this. Because Rabbi Lakish said, And also was taught in the price in the name of Rabbi Yisi, A person should never open up his mouth to the Satan. He should never express something which Kilo is demonstrative or indicative of something bad that would happen. Why? Because it's talking about there's Pirtzas to base Yisrael. Pirtzas, what Pirtzas? Elamai, there's Pirtzas. Right, don't, you can't even say such a thing. How do we know? No. Chas v'shalom. It's only different. Good. There, that's part of your, that's part of your vidui. That's part of your, that's a personal vidui. If something is a matbeh of tefillah and the stomach doesn't fall into this. So yes, think about a micro. What's the source that you shouldn't say something which is indicative of something bad for Klai Yisrael? Shinemar, it says in the Pasuk, Himat kestim hayinu. The Pasuk starts out saying we are almost like the people of stone. And what did the Navi say back? You should listen now to the words of Hashem. The, the Katsina is like a leader, the generals of stone. So the Navi refers to them back. He's, the, the people of Israel said we're almost like the people of stone. And the Navi said back, said you're the generals of, the, of stone. And you say you can't open up your mouth or else look what's going to happen. It's like it's you the speech creates almost like a reality yeah kudras yeah. amaz yeah so so it's a good thing you learn this this stuff come on what yeah so he says the he says the yurasana after shnak yeah now they buried they buried the deceased the khazru and now they come back to the shore right so says the Gemara, if they can come back and they could say the entire Kriya Shema, in, then they say Kriya Shema. But if they can only say one chapter, or one Pasuk, then you shouldn't say it. They shouldn't start. Yes, the Gemara of Reminu was a contradiction. They buried the deceased, and now they come back to the Shulrul. If they can finish even one parak, even one pasuk, then they should say it, right? So how could it be? We just said if you can't finish the whole thing, but you can only finish a parak, a pasuk, you shouldn't. And now we're bringing that you should the exact opposite. Says the Gemara, this is really what it means to say. If you could start the ligmor and finish afilu parak echod, even one parak, or afilu pasuk echod, or even one pasuk, until you get before you get to the shura, then yaschilu. But if we're going to get to the Shura before you finish a Pasuk or a Perik, then no Yaschil, then you shouldn't start. That's the din of the Gemara. Now, says the Gemara, we made a distinction in Mishnah, are you in the inside or the outside, right? If you're in the inside, then you don't say Kriyashma. If you're in the outside, you can say Kriyashma. So says the Gemara, Tanurabanan, Shura Harura Pnima Ptura. The line that sees inside, that the Vilim can see them, then Yapata. But if you can't see them because they're external, the person in front of them is blocking them, then you're still obligated. Rabbi Huda said, 
a different distinction. If the person came to the funeral because he wants to give honor to the deceased, then he's potter. But if he came just because it's a spectacle, right? There's people that, you know, a big funeral. So someone who goes to the big funeral because, you know, I remember Reb Nelson Finkel passed away. So there's tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people there. Vivadi Yosef, just at Yarat's side, right? I remember his funeral, there was almost a million people there. I think it was 850,000 people there at his funeral. So if you came because you're giving honor to the deceased, then you're part of Krishma. But if you're coming because you're part of the press and you're part of it to get part of the spectacle and you want to be, yeah, it's a geschmack and look how many people and I was there and then, send your chayv. How do you know what the fun is? Let's say you really respect your revival and you want to go to a couple. You know, it is a spectacle when you're going to a couple. So then you're exempt. So it's a Well, if it's like 5% covered, like, Okay. If you have, if guys, if we have a practical question in the future, we can ask practical questions. No, this is the dinner of the Gemara. Amr of Yehuda Amirav. Rav Yehuda Amirav, this is a wild sugi we're about to get into. Yeah, Rav Yehuda Amirav said as follows. Hamitzi Klaim Bebigdai. If someone finds Klaim, how do you say Klaim? Shatnez. How do you say Shatnez in English? Shatnez. Shatnez. Yeah, mixtures. Wool and linen in his garment. Bebigdai. Pushton. Pushton, you should take it off a filo b'shulk, even in the shulk. This is a machlekes. This is a machlekes. Rambam Rosh, who we were talking about. According to the Rosh, this is talking about if you find it in your own garment. According to the Rambam, it's you're finding it in someone else's garment. Someone else's garment, you should also take it off their garment in the shuk. My time, I see that you're wearing klayim in the middle of the shuk. I can run over to you and take it off. I can strip it off your shirt. Correct. That's the. That's what you're saying. That's the din. I feel a bit shook. My timer. What's the what's the reason? Because ain't chachma, ain't tuna, ain't eight. So the negative Hashem. There's no chachma. There's no wisdom. There's no tuna. There's no understanding. Ain't eight. And there's no advice before Hashem. Kol makom any place she is chilul Hashem. That there's a chilul Hashem, a desecration of God's name. Ain't chok and cover the rav. Then we don't give any kind of honor. So we, there's a chilul Hashem. A person's doing an avera and isn't a raisa b'farhesia. There's no chilul Hashem bigger than that. Someone's doing a soydarais in, in public. Therefore, we rip it off. We don't know. That's a different shayla. That's, that gets in the Machlekes Ramam in the Rosh. That uh, there's a Rabbi about this. You're saying they know when they do it anyway. There's a stipler about this. There's a lot. It's a Machlekes Machaber Fine. A stipler, I think, is in Simon Yud in Masechas Brachas. Kimdumani. The Rebbe Chanan is in Kuntras Tivrei Seifrim, where in Mechilik in uh, Perak Gimel is is Lamed Beis maybe of Chavches Chavches or Lamed Beis Kimdumani. Yeah, so Channel Gemara challenges us. Meis they cover us a meis. They bury the deceased. V'chazer if neihem beis drochem. They bury the deceased, and now there's two ways to go. Now, here we're talking about there's a Kohen, right? And the question is that the Kohen can't be Matame himself. But maybe because of Kavad Abriyas he could. So there's two ways. Achas Achas One is Tahor and the Kohen can go through. Achas and the Kohen can't go through it. Baba if they go through the Tahor way, they can come with them. But Tahor in the Tahor way. Baba but if they go in the Tame way, they can go the tummy way also due to his honor. 
Am I? Why could they go in the tummy way? So we should say the same as Farah. Hello, the guy is being over in Isidaraisa. He's being metah. Cohen's being metame himself. So how comes how it's covered? He could be metame himself. We should say the same principle. So he answers the Gemara. Rabbi Abba says it doesn't mean it's a tame, a tumadaraisa. It's something called a besa pras. Right? A besa pras is only a tumadarabanan. A besa pras is a place where it's a certain area that what? That it was it used to be a deceased body there, but it was plowed. And therefore, even if there's a deceased body, so then the bones don't stay intact. Elamai, what are we concerned about? We're, com- we're concerned about something called an etzim kisaura. Etzim kisaura means there's a bone the size of a bar- grain of barley. A bone the size of a grain of barley, if you touch it, there's no something called tumas oil. Usually we know that there's something called, we know there's something called tumas oil, that even if you're not touching it directly, so the tumor goes up, right? And it goes up to the heavens, doesn't stop. So... Even though that's true, when it was nidush and it was broken down, the only way it's tummy is if it's you come in direct contact with it, and the bone has to be at least the size of a grain of barley. So here we say it's a tumas derabanan. The Amar Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huda said, "Amar Shmuel, the name is Shmuel, menafeich adam beis apras vahilich." A person can blow or in front of where he's walking, and if he blows in front of where he's walking, the assumption is that the bone will go out of his way, and a walk that will lenient on a tumas derabanan. So the reason why, the reason we asked to Shaila, how come a person can walk down a tummy path, if he's a Kohen, we should say, and if there's Chil Hashem, nothing doing, the way we answered it's only Durabanan. So number one, we see an exception that by an Issa Durabanan, we're able to say, we're able to be pushed aside, Chil Hashem, because of Kavad Abriyas, so Kavad Abriyas pushes aside an Issa Durabanan. That's the principle what? The blowing is so we assume that since it's only Durabanan and it's only a size of an Etzim Kesalura that we're worried about, so it pushes out of the way. Who held the blowing of his intestine? That was something different, that he wasn't a Kohen. I thought the whole thing was a problem with two men and the answer was used as a grain. No. I'm not sure what you're referring to. You show me afterwards. I thought came up here. You show me afterwards. I don't know. Remember Yehuda Bar Ashi, Mishmei Derav. Yehuda Bar Ashi said in the name of Rav. He said there that a base of uh, a pras that some people walk through is also tahar. Why? Because we assume that they trampled over the bones, whatever it was, they don't exist. They're not there anymore. Tashma. So now we have a new case. The Amr Rebbe Lozabat Tzadok. We have a new It's another kasha, right? Rebbe Lozabat Tzadok said as follows. Rebbe Lozabat Tzadok, the Gemara Bukhur says he was a Kohen. Yeah? So Rebbe Lozabat Tzadok said about himself, Medalgin hayinu al-gabe aruna shalmisim. We used to jump... On the diff- on the coffins of the deceased, likras melchi Yisrael, to see the kings of Israel, velo likras melchi Yisrael bilvadamrul, and not only just to see the kings of Israel, elafilu likras melchi alkum, but even to see a non-Jewish king. We used to jump on top of the coffins. What was the benefit of seeing the non-Jewish king? Shemizke, because if you merited to see elam haba, and you saw a non-Jewish king in this world. We saw this before, correct? Yavchin bin Malchi Yisrael and Malchi Alkum. You could discern between the Malchi Yisrael and the Malchi Alkum. What's the difference between a Jewish king and a non Jewish king? Eh? Same thing. 
Yeah. So ask the Gemara Mai, why were they allowed, why was the Kohen of Tzaduk allowed, Rebbe Lezabed Tzaduk, I'm sorry, allowed to jump onto a coffin? He's a Kohen and it's Tameh. So even though you're going to see a Dvar Mitzvah, going to see the king, etc., so that's still Asr. Says the Gemara Kedarava. No, we have a different exception. Dama Rava, Rava said, Davatara, Oul, Kloshiyesh, Bechalal, Tefachaitis, Bifnea Tuma. If, even though we have a Tuma, there's something called an Oul. An Oul is Mafsik Tuma. So let's say there's a coffin, and this is the bottom of the coffin, and the person's lying here, and this is the top of the coffin. So if there's an airspace of at least a Tefach between the body and the lid, that creates something called an Oul. An Oul stops the tumor from continuing to go up. So if it's completely filled, so then the tumor goes up forever. But since there's an airspace, the airspace of a tefach creates a separation, as once it's being blocked off by the coffin on top, the lid, so then that's not a problem. So we're saying that how did Rabbi Lazarus Tzodek, the Kohen, jump on top of the coffins? So Rav said, "Davar Torah, midaraisa level, oel koshiish b'chalal tefech chutzis b'yinfinatuma." If there's an oel, there's a lid, there's a top, and there's a chalal tefach, there's an airspace of a tefach that's chutzis b'yinfinatuma that stops the tuma from going up, and therefore Rabbi Lazar would tell the Kohen to become tummy. But if there's not an airspace of a tefach, it wouldn't create a separation of tumah, and the tumah would go up forever, and he would become tummy from it. But says Rava, the majority of coffins have a halal tefach. And since the majority of coffins have a halal tefach, you could be simich on the rov. The Goz rule, but Chazal made a stringency, stringency, I'm sorry, on the, on even the, the Arunas that have a Chalal Tefach, Mishum She'in Behem, as a preventative measure against She'in Behem. Right? So what are we saying? Again, it's an Isra Durabanan, Mishum Kavan Malachim, but out of the honor of the Malachim, the Goz Rabbanan. So again, we see that this concept of Kavad, Kavad Abrius, whatever it is, doesn't exist, but Malkam and Isra Durabanan. Tashmas, that's bringing another case. Godel covered Abrius. Godel Abrius is bigger. Shadichias Lusasa Shibatorah. That could prevent, it could push aside even an Isidaraisa. Yes, the Gemara, covered Abrius is honoring human beings. Right? So the different cases that would be covered Abrius is like not taking your clothes off in the shuk. Another case of covered Abrius maybe would be not to embarrass someone. Right? They may be allowed to make a bracha on Sphere Sa'imer. Even if you're not in the count anymore, if you're the chazan, because covered abrius, right? Different things that come up. Ripping toilet paper on Shabbos is not on the lines, which is only Isidur Abanan would be allowed because of covered abrius, right? Correct. So now, says the Gemara as follows Covered abrius is so big it can push aside even an Isidur Aisa. Why could it push aside an Isidur Aisa? Yeah, we really have to say it. So what's the lav? Rav Bashva said in the name of Kahana, beloved And the lav of Loisasar, what's Loisasar? That you have to listen to Chachamim. So say there, They left on him. What do you mean? Lav de Loisasar the lav de la is a deraisa. So how are you gaining anything by saying listening to the sages? 
Amir of Kahana, Gavir Rabba Amir Milsa, Lapta Chichwalil. Kahana said to him, a big person said something, don't laugh about it, even if you don't understand. Right? Every Dinder Rabbanon, they made, they were Semech on the prohibition of Le Salsa, that's what gave it the veracity, it's Koyach to create a prohibition. And out of covered, then the Rabbanon allowed it. Fine. Toshma. So it only allowed the prohibition of Le Salsa, and really it's just another way of saying that they allowed the Rabbanons, but not really the Raisas. Toshma, another case. This is our fourth case so far. Visalamta, Mehen. What's Visalamta, Mehen? We know there's certain times that if a person finds an Aveda, he has a Chiv to return it, and there are other times where he doesn't have to return it. Right? So, what's the cases? Let's say if the returning it is going to cause the person who finds it more money to return it. I find a dog, I'm going to have to maintain the dog, I have to pay for its food and its care and this and that. And by the time the person gets his dog back, it would have been cheaper for him to get a new dog. So uh, who cares about this dog? Get rid of it. Yeah? So it's not worth it. Or it's a zokin, right? There's a, an old person, a sage, and for him to pick up, you know, someone's little rubber ba- bracelet that says, you know, I love chesed. It's not worth it for him. I, it's worth more than a sheva pruta. It's worth two prutas, but he's not, uh, it's not worth it. It's not, it's not befitting for him. Toshma, v'yisalam t'mihem, that you can hide from it, p'amim sh'atam esalamihem, there are times where you can avoid returning the Aveda, p'amim sh'inatam esalamihem, there are times that you can't avoid it. Ha'ketzad, right? How could you, what are the cases? Imaya Kohen, let's say the person was a Kohen, v'hubi b'yisakvaris, and the Aveda was in a cemetery, right? So the Aveda's in a cemetery, that means he's going to have to be metame himself as a Kohen, he can't do that. Or he he's an older person, v'yinu l'fikveda, and he doesn't want to, Pick up the I love Chesed bracelet. Or if it was going to cost him more money to take care of the lost dog than to return the lost dog. Then the value of the dog itself. The Kach Nemar. Therefore it says, that you can hide. Yes, the Gamora, my. Why is that true? Why could you hide? The Torah says you have to do it, so bite the bullet, do it. This is the Gamora, shiny house that you can hide from him. That there are times you can hide from it. So derive from there that specifically in this case, there are times you can hide, but everywhere else you're going to have to do it. Says the Gemara, We can't make out a precedent. Inasmuch as this is a rule regarding Maman, we can't make out a precedent regarding Isra And that's the reason why we have a derivation. So now, what do we have? We have number one, covered Abrius doesn't apply by Dirabonans. And now we see that Kavad Abrius maybe doesn't apply by Mammon. Right? Mammon Rashi says is more called in Eser. So these are two exceptions we see by Kavad Abrius. Kal, more lenient. So Kavad Abrius would take precedence over Jerais Mammon. That's what it seems like. Toshmo was taught in Abraisa. Now here we're talking about a person who became a Nazir. Rashi speaks this out at length. We're talking about a person who became a Nazir. And regarding a person became a Nazir, Midaraisa, it's forbidden for them to become defiled to a dead person. Right? They, they're makbid, the particular, also on Tumas Mace, like a Kohen. It's also in Sanhedrin. It comes up in a few places. Now, now, that being said, the, Gemara, the Chumash brings quite a few different exceptions. It doesn't say, the Gemara is going to explain, explain to us 
what are each of the circumstances where a nazir has an exception that he become tummy? So ma tamad loimar. Why is the why is the chumash laachoso? What if he was going to shecht his korban pesach or to give brismila to his son? And he heard that one of his relatives passed away. I might think he should go back and defile himself in order to bury his deceased relative. No, you don't do it. Why not? Because the Chumash says, the Torah says, he shouldn't defile himself. So I might think that the same way that he doesn't defile himself for one of his relatives, so too he wouldn't defile himself for a mace mitzvah also. Therefore, the Torah says, Why does it say? He doesn't defile himself for his sister, but he'll defile himself for a mace mitzvah. Am I? Why would he define himself for a mace mitzvah? Right? Maybe we'll say this pasuk that there's nothing doing, and even for a mace mitzvah, you can't defile yourself. Says the Gemara, shiny There, the Torah has an exception. So, granted, he can't. We don't have an exception to allow him to defile himself for his relatives, but for a mace mitzvah, there's a drasha. Says the Gemara of Ligmar Minei, so maybe we should make a principle from La Chesed the same way that Wadricha covered Abrias for Dover Torah, so too we should do it for everything else. Says the Gemara, Sheva Taisa Shaini. No. When, what happened here? By here we're telling him, don't go ahead and be proactive to deny yourself. So there we don't say covered Abrias beats it, right? What's the covered Abrias? To go and bury someone. So there we would say, go ahead and bury them. The answer is no, we can't say go ahead and bury them because of Kavod Abrius, because Nachris is a Pasuk. Aye, so derive from there. The answer is no. There, that's a Pasuk to say to proactively defile yourself. But here, not defiling yourself, even though it's Kavod Abrius, is a Shevot Taisa. But to learn that Kavod Abrius is Deicha Alav, that's not Shevot Taisa that we don't have. So, so far we developed three different exceptions to when we say Kavod Abrius. One is Kavod Abrius is Deicha Yisoy Darabanan. That's number one. Number two, Kavad Abrius is Deichi Yisuri Mamun, is Dine Mamunus, Midaraisa. And number three is that Kavad Abrius will be Deichi Asheva Taisa. Now, what's defined as Asheva Taisa is interesting, right? It's clear that if someone's wearing Shatnez, that's not called Sheva Taisa. Even though they're not putting it on right now, the fact that they're wearing it actively is considered active. That's not called Sheva Taisa. Yeah. Very good. So, also, uh,